Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode number 86, and today we are reviewing Dune from Denis Villeneuve. One of our most anticipated of the year. Mm-hmm. Nothing. It was. Of last year. It was, uh, yeah, of last year. <laughs> of last year. And uh, we mentioned it briefly last episode, but as I said, it's the beginning of the uh, Cinephiles Digest takeover. <laughs> So we have a very special guest with us today in the studio for the first time. On air. <laughs> Our dad, Travis. Hello, hello. Hi, I'm, dad. I'm alive. We've been burning the candle at both Barely. this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that that we did. Running on about maybe seven, eight hours of sleep over the past 48. three days. <laughs> yep. Well, you guys, I'm fine. Jacob might have to take over hosting duties for if I die or pass out here. Jacob, hopefully you have a lot of things to say about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have some things to say about this movie. Hopefully you can carry it for us a little bit. I'm just kidding. No, I think we'll be fine. I uh, just need a beer in me and I'll be good. <laughs> a little hair of the dog. Lord, beer me strength. But before we get into our beer, what's new with you guys? Anything? Well, well, I what's mean, new with you, Jacob? I went to Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why you missed Canada last yeah. week. Canada. International, international traveler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Went to the great white north, you know, east. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we introduced uh, Travis to a little bit of Michigan geography. So yeah. He, he now mm-hmm. knows where Toronto is from here. Northeast. You can drive there. <laughs> yeah, not very far. First time to the north. Because uh, I went south of the border a couple of times, but mm. first time north since pandemic times. And they are very strict. Got stopped at the border. Yes. Going to Canada, first time. Going to Canada? Yeah. Though coming back to the U.S., super easy this time. He's just like... That's backward. He's like, hey, Jessica. Hey. What's up, Will? <laughs> hey, Jacob. All right. You guys hey, going Jessica. through? That was hey, Jessica. <laughs> hey, Will. Jacob, uh, can you step out of the vehicle? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then like Canada, they're like, "All right, do you have all of your, you know, because we had a negative test, so gave them all the paperwork mm-hmm. for that." Then we we weren't wearing our masks at first, and she's like behind the window because I'm like, they probably want to see our faces at the border. She's like pointing at the sign, and it's like wear masks. Okay, <laughs> pull our masks up, and then she was like asking us all the questions like all right, what are you bringing drugs weapons whatever all of it actually. yeah we're all like and we're like no nothing and then she looks and like in right sitting there like in the between us just got her keys and she had pepper spray we didn't know pepper spray is a weapon in canada oh like on the level of bringing a firearm so Canada she's people. like, uh, just so you know, you should be honest with me next time. Oh my God. And we're like, I didn't know she had it. It's not mine. Take her. Take her. So she's like, you're going to have to pull around here and you're going to have to surrender that to the crown. That's what she said. To the crown? To the crown. To oh Queen Elizabeth God. herself. Get over yourself. So we had to go get stopped and like, you know, questioned and stand outside while they search my car for any how, other deadly weapons. How long does that take? It took a bit. I mean, like 15 minutes. It wasn't like super long. They're talking like, where are you going to Toronto for? And luckily, I, you know, I said climbing and I have my trunk is full of climbing gear. So that looked good because we had no other plan. I'm surprised your climbing shoes weren't considered weapons. Yeah. 
I know. They have a hard soul. And then Jessica had to like go inside and like sign away her pepper spray to the crown. But then, yeah, went to Canada. It was awesome. It was like we were mini celebrities because they haven't seen Americans apparently and <laughs> since the pandemic. How do they know the difference? Because <laughs> <laughs> every single well, every single place you went, they checked ID and vaccination card, oh, or you okay. weren't allowed in. So. Every time they saw our little the paper. People just walking by in the street. Oh, an American. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I can totally tell. Because we had those paper cards and they, you know, aren't thinking that vaccine passports are a HIPAA violation and against our freedom. So they all have an app, but we just have our stupid cards. I have that. I have the clear app. We yeah. Used, uh, you have to scan yeah, your face QR before. Codes yeah. But they require it there. Or yesterday. But yeah, well. we had our cards and they're just like, oh, welcome. Hey. They all had really strong accent. I don't know if it's because they had less contact with America yeah, for they, a while. Yeah, they lost the Americans yeah. out of their <laughs> accent. Their accents were all so strong Canadian. Like, or maybe you just had like youpers. And they were just so excited. This one girl made a huge deal out of us being there. She's like, oh, are you from Michigan? Wow. I miss Michigan so much. I used to live there. <laughs> oh, I had an ID just like this, Michigan. You're like, like that's how it works. Yeah, <laughs> and then somebody else, like another waitress, walked up. She's like, "So I heard you guys are from Michigan." <laughs> the whole bars, Michigan. Yeah, they're like, "Welcome, welcome." I hope you guys have a great stay. And then as we're like, you know, ringing up, <laughs> cashing out, the she's like, "Yeah, I saw their cards," and then they're from Michigan. And the guy's like, like, "Oh, wow, <laughs> really?" We're like, "Yep." She's like, "Well." Maybe I'll see you guys if I ever cross. We're like, probably not. Yeah, I died. <laughs> Maybe. And then as we left, the random bar guy was like, you guys have a nice day. Welcome. We're like, thanks. It was like that. Many places. They were so happy to see us Michiganders traveling not that far. Yeah. <laughs> and so we did a bunch of cool stuff, though. Uh, escape room. I've never done one before. Oh, yeah? We made it out. So that was cool. Did this cool, really, like, it was like being almost in Squid Game or Saw, but not violent. <laughs> like, it was a gaming area where there's, like, 13 different rooms, and you have, like, these braces that are attached to you that keep track of all your scores and stuff, and the ground, like, one of the rooms was, like, a laser room where you had to, like, duck through like you know like a spy lasers and get to the other side and you hit this button and then it goes and more move and they're moving and stuff and then like one room was like there's these green spots that you could stand on and the rest of the room would like turn red and then it would go and then go back down and there's these blue squares you had to hurry up and hit and then jump back on the green before the red came back that was pretty cool it was just like all these different games i'm like wow i wish we had this Turns Sounds out the cool. closest one to us is in Louisville. Mm. That's about the same distance. It's, to have, it's twice as long, right? No, it's like five hours. Oh, I was thinking like nine. Well, shorter because you don't get stopped to surrender things to the crown. Yeah, you don't have True. to surrender your pepper spray to the crown. They're like, you can go back and leave it there and then come back. We're like, just take it. It's <laughs> like 25. <laughs> now we'll literally throw it in the nearest garbage can. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I could throw it away. No, she had to like literally go and sign it away. It's not a weapon in America. Yeah. You can it's, buy it anywhere. It's literally, she's like, I bought it from Walmart. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, it's a weapon. I there. get it with my pack of gum. It's on checkout. It's right next to the yep. lighters, pepper spray, gum, yeah. register. Yep. And then tried some more beers. 
Did you go to say what? Of course. To, uh, did you have four beers? I don't remember. So, yes. <laughs> Were they good? Don't remember. <laughs> uh, nothing really blew, my, blew me away, really. We had this amazing drink called a vodka Red Bull. I double. I got double. one in honor of you guys. We went to Dude, this. Was it a double? Because they, they had a putt-putt bar. So there's like a bunch of courses inside the bar, and then you could go drink with the at each course. They had mm-hmm. like places to set it. It was really cool. And I was like, had a lot of beer. And I'm like, I'm gonna give vodka Red Bull in honor. And that's of you guys. Then he blacked out. <laughs> was it on? Was that on? Oh no, that was last week. What was that place called? <laughs> Do you remember? No, mm. it was like Putt Pub or Putt. We have a something. flat stick pub in Seattle. There's like four different locations. It's just it's like called a, Flat Stick Pub. Yeah, it's like well, that a one that we place that we looked at was putt indoor putt putt. Yeah, but we, we um, were gonna go. Yeah, that's okay. Flat Stick. Okay, Flat Stick. Yeah, but they have like twenty something beers on tap too. Nice, it's pretty yeah. cool. Not this place. <laughs> it was like <laughs> the most stereotypical bar. Like we got Bud Light, Miller Light. We have the uh, we have the uh, axe throwing wind bar. Yeah, that, Main, yeah, right in Jackson. Yeah, in Jackson. Yeah, but. Yeah, it was a good trip. It was nice being back in Canada, back in the six for the first time, and they're way stricter there. And then yeah, we came back, sense. and the guy wasn't even wearing a mask, and he just let us straight through. Didn't even have to pay toll. It's like welcome back, essential workers. I mean, imagine Michigan's <laughs> like not strict, but you know, we have rules to enforce, and then you go other states, and it's even less strict. Like, yeah, they were like us. Canada's strict compared to us, and then. Yeah, Canada Think like just it. reopened gyms not that long ago. Yeah, yeah. I, when we were going there, she like just so you know, we wear masks here. <laughs> you have to yeah. wear them everywhere. We're like, I'm like, I still do, but yeah. thanks. <laughs> like, notice how we had them in our sure, car. Yeah, I'm like, I have like ten in my. That car. was the first time I wore a mask this weekend in like a long time. I wear. I stopped to wear Ubers. at work. Yeah, twelve hours. I know. I had an so. Uber, and I don't know how long. It's been a while. I still wear it all everywhere. Not well, me. If we were going to catch COVID, we were going to catch it yeah. this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. We were in lots of busy places. Well, I got my booster. Oh, yeah. Didn't kick in yet, but I am boosted <laughs> up. So. Love that. Oh, cool. Josh, you have something you want to say? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess. I don't know how relevant it is to anyone else listening, but maybe. Uh, so we went to a show. Obviously, we talked about this. Uh, Travis, Kyle, and I went to a heavy metal show. Hell yeah. Um, with some bands that Kyle and Travis liked a lot. Mm-hmm. Great I, didn't, I didn't know them that well, but obviously I still like them because it's the same. It's the genre. So we went there. Then we went to Tin Can after. Duh. Have to. Did you play beer pong? No. It yeah. was packed. Oh. <laughs> But oh, yeah, duh. it was right it's after the show, so it's whoop. Yeah. But um, went there, and then so we're standing there at the bar, and Travis is talking to his, his car car mechanic buddy. My friends. And then <laughs> Kyle was, I don't know what Kyle was doing. doing Kyle Neither things. do I. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably standing talking to some random people that he never, never even got their name. Nope. <laughs> and so I see, I turn around to say something to like Kyle or somebody, and I see Alex Gasgarth walk by and I was like, he was in the tin can. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Alex Gasgarth. Like it looks like I was like, I'm pretty sure that's him. And I turn and Jack Bearcat's there really as well. So I was like, Oh shit, it's definitely them. Give some context. 
Jack Bear or Alex yeah, Casca, in case you don't know, lead singer of All Time Low. A lot of people, a lot of people wouldn't. So Jack Bearcat is the lead guitarist and backup vocalist for All Time Low, mm-hmm. as well. So I was like, "Fuck!" Like we already, I already had a confidence buzz. So I was like, "Fuck!" And I'm gonna go over and say hi. Talk to him for probably like 10, 15 minutes, I'd to say. And then like I told him like I would listen to him since like '03, like long time. Named I said since I put up or shut up. I said uh, we listened to a hometown hero, National Nobodies. Oh yeah, that's and as soon way as back. I said that, he goes, "Wow, holy!" Sh-. And he, I t- brought up the van, the Warp tour, where he said, "Do the meet." No, when he oh. said, uh, "Is that the kill- is that the guy from Saw?" <laughs> and he remembered that and like started laughing. He goes, "That was so fucked up." I was like, "I thought it was hilarious." That was twenty, <laughs> no, two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah. So then, um, doing that, and he goes, "Are you guys coming to the show tomorrow?" I said, "Honestly," or I asked him. I asked him. I said, "Do you guys have a show tonight?" And he goes, "No, it's tomorrow." He's like, where are you guys going to go? And I was like, honestly, I didn't even know you were playing. But yes. But he's like, well, do you want to go? Like, I'll put you on the guest list. I was like, um, yeah. Yes, please. So I talked to the manager and I was like, he's like, put my name in like an email. Like they shipped it off and he goes, I was like, do I need to tell you their names or like how many? He's like, no, just say you're with all time. Well, you'll be fine. So we show up, had a little, almost a fiasco at 20 Monroe. Because Travis's phone died, needed proof of vaccination. It was on my phone. <laughs> it's Washington, so they had they had like a little hub outside for Michigan, so you could like oh right, like you could like they could look up your birthday and name and see if you're vaccinated or not. But obviously, that's Washington. But luckily, he had sent a screenshot to Kyle really? saying, "This is what we this is what ours looks like." Because Kyle like this was like two weeks ago too, just randomly. Yeah, and he like. goes. <laughs> <laughs> but but Travis was like he has it on his phone. Me, me I was just scrambling in my mind like how am I gonna get out of this scenario? I was, and then I was thinking of all the ways that I could have like done this better. Couldn't you just log into one like, of their phones? It's like wait, I did send it to Kyle. Yeah, not for this reason, but he has it. <laughs> so yeah. then I was like, well, I could have back recharged his phone, but I would have been like. No, 20. I left the phone. At, oh yeah, he didn't even yeah, have, he his didn't phone have it. Like the house, guy. yeah, because it was dead. So why? <laughs> why so then, have it weigh me down? <laughs> so then he looks and he, like he's like, "Oh, Kyle, Kyle has it in his phone." And me and Kyle both were like, "Do you trying to pull something? Are you trying to pull like <laughs> trying to sneak in here?" You did, we did not prepare for this. And <laughs> I'm failing so hard. Like I'm gonna crumble under the pressure because I don't know what the plan is. <laughs> but he actually did send a proof, so got it, it all in, worked out. Got us in. I like went to the door. I was like, "I'm on the guest list." They were actually really nice about it, though. They were, like, apologizing yeah. to me. I'm like, no, no, it's my fault. Like, I know the rules, and, you know, I'm an adult, and <laughs> I dropped the ball, but yep. I appreciate you caring. They're like, sorry. <laughs> sorry. It almost seemed like they were going to make an exception, but I almost didn't want them to, because it's just, you know, I fucked That's up. That's a principal thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it all worked out. They're like, go ahead and go and no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. no, no, no. I'm going to sit this one. Yeah. <laughs> it's not right. Rules are rules. <laughs> oh, now you follow rules. I'll hit yeah. the bob. <laughs> Yeah, so that he's got a head start at the bob. No, so then we, I like walk up and I was like, I'm on the guest. She's like tickets. I was like, I'm on the guest list. Duh. She's like, what band? I said, duh. I You're said, like the all time low. I Go said, ahead, ask Alex. I was like, um, the main one. Duh. The headliners. And she, the box office took my ID, came back, and she said, how many do you need? And I was like, I could have fucking brought ten people. That's when you were supposed to get like, girls, and you're like, hey. 
No, I, the I, guest list. I looked. Uh, we I almost had Travis Texas boyfriends that he had met the yeah. night before. But yeah, right. his phone was dead, so we. Oh yeah, so that didn't work. <laughs> but yeah, then we saw the show. Awesome show. Yep. Great show. Who else was there? You went home. Oh, I just all time. It was nothing me at the nowhere. altar and nothing nowhere. Which yeah. nothing nowhere. Is, I knew them before this, but I like two songs. Never heard. They're of getting them. a little more popular. Yep. Never heard of her. And then all time low played like twenty songs. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn. Old bangers, new bangers. It's yeah, they played a uh, yeah they played a really good uh, mix of everything. Mm-hmm. I knew mm-hmm. four or five probably. And I don't they're even know them that much. They're always funny. Obviously, the yep, banter between banter, Jack and yeah. Alex is because he thought they were brothers, and he, Alex Travis, and Travis thought Alex and Jack were brothers. Jack. I was like, <laughs> I get that. I asked Alex that at 10K. You asked him, are you guys brothers? I was like, I don't know how it came up, but I was like, I got to ask, are you guys related? Cause he, and he's like, he's like, you know what? You think we would be, but we're not. Um, then he was like, uh, when you hang out with someone long enough, you start to look, look like them. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. they've been. They've been the same group, the same four. All since, since 03. Since they were 14 or something. Yeah, 2003. Yeah. And he's 30. It'll be 34. Oh my God. Long time. Yep. And before that, we did a little short brewery tour. I oh, think we had did you five go or six founders? breweries. Yeah. We did Founders, like, did we did founders, founders, founders on Friday yeah. night. <laughs> then we did a little West Coast brewery tour. And, um, yep. Yep. Hit up a lot of beer. Outside. There's a New Holland in Grand Rapids, too. Yeah. yeah. That's Knickerbocker, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then where else? We Unruly. Outside. You didn't go to Grand Armory. We're going back to GR to do like the GR. Oh, yeah. yeah. We wanted to hit the outskirts ones this time. Because all of our time spent, all of our time spent in Grand Rapids was just for the was for the shows and then the bars. And we weren't drinking beers. Yeah, the only time we went to the only brewery we went to was Founders, and that was before um, August Spring Red. The, the customary was great. Yeah, the customary. And we go back there too when uh, three we beers. Go again, so. Oh yeah, that's right. I did see you guys post the founders. three beer buzz uh, Founders. Yep. Chug followed by six double vodka Red Bulls. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then Travis like also, we also met the uh, one of the guitarists from August Burns Red. Yep, got a pick with him, and he gave me a guitar pick. Got a pick, and apparently that's where you go. Tim pick can. a pick, <laughs> the place to go. It really is. I mean, it was a pretty great first night in Michigan. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> ten cans. I got to meet the <laughs> all time low, the guitarist from uh, August Burns Red, plus the show. Yeah, the show, <laughs> and then a free guest list show the next day. We weren't even going to go to, obviously, we didn't have a plan. Yeah, I, in the guest list. I was like, oh, I'm going to probably like hang out Saturday or whatever, do whatever. Good and then, start to the trip. Next weekend, though, it's going to be yeah. electric. Oh, boy. <laughs> so. Buckle in. If we, uh, if this is our last episode, it's because we're dead. So. <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> Jacob can carry on by himself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready to get into this beer? Yes. yes. Who's Jacob? Pick my pick. It's not mine because it's. So <laughs> I wanted to switch it up this week and pick something a little bit new. So I went with. So we did the opposite of that. So <laughs> since we were talking about Holland, I got a beer from New Holland, Boom. Michigan beer. Also in that West Coast, the best side of Michigan. West side, the best side. And uh, it's a pumpkin ale. Did I say the name? Ichabod. For Kyle. One uh, for Kyle, his favorite style. Still October. Thank you. So uh, Ichabod was one of the first pumpkin beers I think I had. Definitely in there, in the mix there. 
I do have to give it to Kyle, though. He has been trying them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he has no choice. It's like... Well, no. he We had a pumpkin spice bean flicker <laughs> that he picked. Yep. At Oddside? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was that? It was better. I, th- I like it better than... Reg- I don't like original bean flicker that much. What it's overrated. The, what about the double? The double was really the good. double was good. Tastes like chocolate milk. Yeah, Wait, did you guys have Warlock <laughs> last? Yeah. And Warlock the previous show? What do you think of Warlock? Um, It's all right. You're wrong. <laughs> it's great. Well, you like pumpkin beer, so yeah, of course you think it's that. It's a chocolate pumpkin beer. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. What about chocolate? So, <laughs> so uh, details on Ichabod are, as the leaves begin to change and the weather cools, Ichabod makes an annual return from Sleepy Hollow. Ichabod is named after the classic Washington Irving tale. See, I picked that on purpose. For Washington. Ooh. Washington. Shout out. Shout out to Washington. And has a taste of pumpkin, cinnamon, and nutmeg in every sip. Like every other pumpkin beer. Mm-hmm. 4.5% ABV with a 26 IBU. Perfect. Um, New Highland, I don't know if you said they're in, in yeah. Michigan. Yeah, they're. I said West Side, Michigan. Oh, yeah, you said West Side, the best side. Are you listening to this? Or no. <laughs> Holland is Checked known out. for its authentic it's glorious. windmill. It's, and it's and in, tulip in the fields. tulip fac- in the yeah. tulip factory, the tulip festival factory where they create tulips <laughs> at the tulip festival. And it is actually from Netherlands. It is a Dutch windmill. Deutsch. There you go. Deutsch is German. I know. <laughs> but it sounds cool. I they they call them Pennsylvania Not Dutch. Excited. And it was supposed to be Pennsylvania Deutsch because they're German, not Dutch. Jacob, you don't even love this beer. Why did you pick it? Because because you wouldn't like it. <laughs> yeah, but you could have got something like good. That's a pumpkin. Because Washington Irving. Uh it's still I gave it a three point five. Not good enough. That's solid. It could go up. We'll see. This is a different year. Well, I'm spoiled with pumpkin ales in Seattle because we have Night Owl. <laughs> Which is... Talking about last episode. Too. Yeah. That was creaming over it. real good. Creamed his jeans over it. Creamed his jeans. So that's one I've had. I mean, they all taste very similar, but yeah. I think that's my favorite. Bad has a couple good ones. Can we do there? I would say Southern Tier. Both of those. I've had four Dogfish, that's my favorite. Either blew me away. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. The first beer I had in Michigan was pumpkin ale. At uh, where do we go? Aberrant or something like that. Was yeah, Aberrant Hills. Yep, that was solid. Mm-hmm. They yeah, usually they're all are. Good. Yeah, but that's the best is it's it's gonna get from pumpkin ales. Mm, solid, right? Unless it's night owl. <laughs> sure, <laughs> then it's can't speak on night owl. So pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Anything else on Nickelodeon? No. Cracker open. Yeah. Let's do it. smells like Bud Light. Yeah, it does, it does smell like Bud Light. Like <laughs> yeah, it doesn't smell like pumpkin. It tastes like pumpkin. <laughs> it does. It, it's like the it's lighter. It's, really it's light. lighter than but it's, it's four and a half percent. I know, but no, it's I like mean, the like easiest drink. Like it's that, the lightest though. drinking yeah. pumpkin ever. This is like super easy to drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pumpkin ale. It tastes like a mix between a regular oh beer God. and a pumpkin ale. I don't really it's like terrible. it. <laughs> it's terrible. I don't think it's bad. If you're, you know, it's somebody who loves solid. <laughs> loves Bud Light and it's the fall and you want to get in the spirit, Ichabod. It's not bad. I'm with you, Kyle. I think this ha- like has that metallic taste. Like I can see that. that yeah, it that does. I get a little bit of it, yeah. Yeah. It tastes yeah. like someone mixed 
a night owl with a Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, probably a pretty fair. <laughs> you guys need to change your description. So this was always my least favorite of the, any of them. So. Yeah, and I agree. <clears throat> so glad we got this. Kyle, there's, a, there's uh, it's a six pack. So How else are you going to get your untapped pumpkin badge if not hey, for us? I haven't checked it in, so I'm all about juice and numbers. That's true. It is a unique check in. Yeah. So. I have already Never checked it. Never ever going to drink it again. And I would say my score is going to go down, so I'm going to recheck it in. Yeah, you can, apparently. You have to. Well, anything else we need to say? I mean, not much. Um, no. Not much else here. Yeah, it's. We've had New Holland before, and New this Holland's will be, good. well, maybe one more pumpkin beer. You know, they need to do a dragon's milk pumpkin. Maybe we could do a Halloween. They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They did, didn't they? Mm-hmm. I always try their... Excuse. Yeah. Yeah. They're always good. Yeah, we had a couple skews of Hazel's Nuts from outside. Very, very, Did very you get good. hipster brunch? They didn't have it. Ah, oh, too bad. They probably yeah, had it like so if we look like in a bottle. We shop had uh, or Imperial Mine. I've never had Imperial Mine. It's good. Oh yeah, my they had checking all of you. Jacob Imperial Mine Mocha Stout. They, we had that. Ooh, for them. Mocha they Stout's it. a good one. It's that a little spicy. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. That was the second best beer stop so far. Founders was first. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Which makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> the one put the. Um, Brutus, whatever, what is it called? Brutus. Oh, Berserk. Berserk. Berserk was actually pretty good. I just think solid. For yeah. what I was expecting, I was expecting, actually I saw the logo in like the Nano Brewery. I, I was expecting 4.9. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's because we didn't drink with our buddy. It's true. It he, did, he didn't guide us. would have juiced the numbers a little bit. Their Oktoberfest I had was pretty good though. But I thought the Belgian Saison was going to be really bad and it was fine. It was solid. Cool, cool. <coughs> All right. That's uh Got Ichabod. my beer on. <laughs> Got my louse down. <laughs> he said that about a dozen times. <laughs> what is it? Saturday A dozen? Night. That's it? TGI Wednesday, am I right? But TGI Wednesday. It was funny every time. So. <laughs> You're laughing now. Yeah. <laughs> what are you up to? Uh, I don't know. What about you? Nerfing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys ready? So, I mean, this is going to be a huge review here. You think so? I don't know. It's pretty <laughs> it's a huge done. movie. I don't know. Right. Right. Huge review. Yeah, the review. <laughs> wow, way to sell the fucking show, Travis. Sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the noob over here. All right. Well, we're talking Dune. Dune is directed by Denis Villeneuve. It is written by John Spitus. Spitus? Uh, Denis Villeneuve. Eric Roth. And it's based on the novel by Frank Herbert. Uh, it stars Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Oscar Isaac, Zendaya, Jason Momoa, Stellan Skarsgård, Josh Brolin, Javier Bardem, Dave Bautista, a couple others. Plot synopsis reads, Feature adaptation of Frank Herbert's science fiction novel about the son of a noble family entrusted with the protection of the most valuable asset and most vital element in the galaxy. Let's take a listen to a clip. My planet Arrakis is so beautiful when the sun is low. Rolling over the sands, you can see spice in the air.
the outsiders race against time to avoid the heat of the day. They ravage our lands in front of our eyes. Their cruelty to my people is all I've known. Alright, what did you guys think of Dune? Or should I say Dune Part 1? Dune A. So what the title said. It is Dune Part 1. He always made this assuming there, he was hoping that he would get a second one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he knew it wasn't finished. <laughs> and I think it will. I hope so. I loved it. It was... I feel like you don't get that kind of a lot of the sci-fi epic fantasies and so it's nice when you finally get those and then one that delivers on that and creates a huge very like one of the things i heard about dune itself the books is they're very dense and like there's a glossary in the beginning or something i don't i've never read them but i heard literally there's like a glossary to look at the words and i never felt confused in this i feel like the way he was able to do the words and definitions which clearly there was a shit ton of them. I never felt lost. I wasn't confused on the story. I loved the story. And it looks amazing. Sounded amazing. Acting was great. Like, I really don't have much I disliked about this movie other than it's unfinished feeling. Told you. <laughs> I think I said that. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that. Yeah. I think I said that would be when his you criticism. Said it, yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> yeah, I absolutely loved dune uh it's the it's the only it's the the only movie since interstellar that gave me that same feeling that i got watching in theater like (laughs) it was just like just breathtaking at times like um what's it greg what's the uh, cinematographer he i don't know greg sinise yeah gary (laughs) Gary sinise (laughs) i know he did greg kinnear I know he did Rogue One, which I thought was one of the best looking Star Wars movies. And Zero Dark Thirty. No, you just looked it up, though. What's his name? You should know. Uh, It's Greg something. Greg Flair? (laughs) No, I don't know. Flair. It's like Flyger. Ferris? Flyger? Something. Either way. Frazier. Frazier. Dang it. His first name is Greg, though, right? Greg, yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, incredible. Like, the way that... I love that they did location shots and not, like, a lot of CG. Like, you could definitely tell that that... And that helped out the atmosphere, um, the way that they work together to like basically make this, make an inanimate object, the spice and the sand in general to make it feel like it's almost living. Like the the you would have like these cool like like thematic experiences that were just like bubbling, like trembling, and uh, there was a couple of shots like that were just. I, I think my jaw was literally like dropping. Like it was incredible. Score was awesome. Hans Zimmer killed it. Love like the tribal kind of aspect yep, that it the had in it. Vocals mixed in. The yeah. like the ethereal like Gregorian sound. Like it sounded like he tried. Right. When Hans Zimmer hits, it's like because sometimes out of this world. he just doesn't. You're like, yeah, that sounds like Hans Zimmer, but it doesn't sound right new. This was like interesting and different. Like you could was see it the interns. It was. Yeah, he cared. He was trying oh, to yeah. do something. I mean, something. he wasn't going to phone it in for Dune. Yeah, Obviously, <laughs> no. Not after to, what we read or yeah. found out. He skipped Tenet for it to work to do Dune. Did oh. he really? Mm-hmm. Which that, that guy, never mind. He sounded pretty similar to Hans, but anyway. Um, 
yeah, I mean, this movie was incredible and the atmosphere that was created, the world that was created. And the this is another one that it's gave me the same feeling of like Fellowship of the Ring where I can't wait for the next. Yeah. Like, I need it injected in my veins like it tomorrow. It flew by, too. Yeah, well, it's pretty. It's a long movie. It's 236. That's long, though. I and it, I just uh, want, I was, mine was more like checking. I'm like, oh, I hope, like hoping it's not ending soon. Cause I keep wanting to see more versus like mm-hmm. how, oh, how much longer is this? It's like, no, I hope it's longer. Cause I want to see more. It was like an hour too long for Travis. No, there was a guy in our showing that it was definitely too long for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he 10 was minutes was too long within the first 30 was minutes. Logs. <laughs> yes. No shit. I would have threw popcorn. It was like. Four separate times, him snoring. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little hard for me the first half hour just because of our lack of sleep over the weekend. But then it like hit and I was wide awake the rest of it. But yeah, incre- yeah, absolutely incredible movie. I really want to see it in IMAX. Oh, yeah. Well, I also loved Dune. Um, this like <clears throat> aesthetic established. I mean, it does very much look like a Denis Vu- uh, film, mm-hmm. like just like the sci-fi yeah, and everything. Yeah, in Arrival-esque. Yeah. Yeah, similar. Um, but the ship. it's like mm. totally sets itself apart from other like movies and sci-fi and stuff. Like it, it very much reminds me of how like unique uh, like Alien and like H.R. Geiger's stuff looks like that. That element is like what this had like the 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 uh design for everything like the set design and all of the production design that went into this like was hidden for me yeah it's it wasn't generic all, like, the costume it wasn't generic at all yeah, yeah and i was telling travis this after we saw it like right away is one of my favorite things is like that it's so far in the future that it is like kind of looks there's some things that like are reminiscent of the past almost like like a little bit of medieval spice thrown in there, but yeah, it's like so like far in the future. Like steampunky. Yeah, I got like Mad Max vibes sometimes for some reason. Like probably the desert. Just like yeah, not like not the aesthetic, but like just kind like of the mood a little bit. Mad Max is like post-apocalyptic, where it's like dirty, grungy. This is like so clean. Like everything is like. To me, it felt like. Blade Runner and Arrival, but instead yeah. of it being like super colorful, everything's muted. Yeah, right. But just like the, like the way that things like look and just like the odd, like the oddities that they have, like in the costumes and again, just the design around everything. Loved all that and the aesthetic that it established. But yeah, everything else I would say was very well done. The effects are awesome. It looks amazing. Didn't have any problems with performances. Uh, I do have like a couple nitpicks and we can get into that after, but just general thoughts. I liked it a lot. I liked it quite a bit as well. Uh, I think my current state (laughs) might have played a a little bit of a role. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just because I'm running on fumes over here. But uh, besides that... uh, yeah, it was uh, definitely fighting sleep a little bit, but it wasn't the movie's fault. It was the lack of my own fault. fault. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> the lack of sleep's fault. But I do feel like it's it's pretty hard to like fault this movie for anything because, like you guys have all said, like technically it's amazing, performances are really good, like everything about it is pretty much top notch. Um, 
And yeah, I think the only problem I really had with it is just like, again, my state. <laughs> and then um, just not knowing like enough about the world. Like, I feel like this is a movie I need to watch a couple times just because of like all the characters mm-hmm. and some of the like terms and stuff. And yeah, it's and subtitles. we said the same thing. Yeah, watch it with subtitles. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nitpick. There's things that sure. there's some things that you can't understand. Like there's sometimes where just the way that their their performances, you can't understand what they're saying mixed with a very an unknown word to the English language that's completely made up. And then reading those and like being able to track oh. where the context that they say them in and a lot of different things, it would just make it following it easier. Again, I wasn't confused. Like like Jacob said, I was never confused, which was amazing because that's a big problem with the first one. I think it is laid out so even, you know, the dum-dums can catch up <laughs> and know what's going on. But yeah, it was that just with subtitles, I think you would pick up on more things. I will yeah. say because I worked obviously this weekend, so I watched it on HBO Max and had subtitles on. Yeah. It could have helped. Yeah. Because Stellan could read everything. The Barons especially was I read hard. everything. Mm-hmm. Stellan's. So I had character. literally zero problem with anything. I will also say that towards the end of the movie i was starting to like try and guess where it was going to cut off at and so it almost felt like it was like multiple endings even though we never really even got to an ending just because i was like i was just trying to like figure out like where is a good spot to end this i know where a good spot would have been (laughs) (laughs) but we can get into that but um i think yeah i i loved how it ended i'm fine with yeah no yeah I guess just like leading up to it, I was just trying to like figure out when it was going to finally conclude. Right, part right, one. right. Yeah. But my favorite thing about it was like the aesthetic. Like I love oh, yeah. Stellan Skarsgård's look mm-hmm. and everything to do with his character. Uh, I loved the the ships, the ones that looked like. Uh, oh, dragonflies. Yeah. Oh, so cool. man. So cool. <laughs> so cool. And then there was one shot of uh, it's like when the the sandworm goes down in the the second time when he goes in goes under back in the sand and it like was almost as if it was like water instead of sand you know like it was like swooshing and like crashing up against like (laughs) the rock or whatever that was right there i thought that was really cool and that was like the dune right like because there's like is there multiple worms well that worm that that worm is the one yeah that's the one that the fiend what are they called again then what's the Furman. name of the Furman? Furman? This the one that the Furman worship. F R E M A N. Yeah, but they F-R-E-M-A-N. pronounce it Furman. Furman. Okay. That's I think that's the one that they like worship. Yeah, because it had the name. Yeah. It started with S, I think. I don't know. I don't know. They don't give the worms different eyes like the people just so we can tell them apart. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, is that it for general thoughts? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, like, do you want to talk freely so we can, if we do come across spoilers, yeah. it's okay? Yeah. All right. Spoilers from here on out. I would definitely recommend skipping ahead if you haven't seen it, but it's out on HBO Max, so you should have no excuse. Yeah. If you're listening to this show, it should be anticipated for you anyway. <laughs> um, let's just get into the ending real quick because we did just talk about it. Depending on where the second one starts, my prediction is there's a time jump. So if that's the case, then the ending where it is now makes more sense. Well, talking to Trevor, who 
has read the book, there is. Okay. <laughs> I I assume that yeah. based off of what the where the plot was moving. So that makes sense. But I was thinking when I was watching it that if it was cut off like kind of after the attack from the Emperor, then like that would have been good, like could have opened with because it I think it slows down a little bit after that point and like they're in that under the sand for a long time and it's like going back and forth between a lot of different locations and like there's almost not really full scenes playing out at those locations they're just like maybe saying like one or two things and then it's like cutting to something else and that just that ending I still liked it a lot but I felt the pace a little bit there yeah I think it has to do with like establishing because I'm assuming the second one's going to start where the visions kind of were where it's like Zendaya and, and yeah, Timothy yeah. are, yeah, Zendaya, whatever. <laughs> we had this discussion. <laughs> where she, where they like are like, you know, together and like they wor- like work together and stuff. I think that that's probably where we're going to jump to because you're not going to, they're not going to start right off from, it'd be kind of, I don't, I wouldn't. No, like it, it can't pick up right. Like, no, no there, that would, that would extend that one. Because then so they would much have to walk up to the... If he has to go through, like, training to become Furman or whatever... I mean, he's already pretty well trained, though. Yeah, but not in... Not what they do. No, but... That's what they want. They're taking him in, like, yeah. he's going to be one of them now. Yeah, I see what you mean. That's going to take, like, however long. That's what I'm assuming the time gap will be, like, we'll skip I'm all that bullshit. I'm hoping for a montage. <laughs> Just kidding. Sure. <laughs> anyway, uh, that was... One of my nitpicks, I think the only other one was the way that they do, like the way that they keep you informed is a lot of things are explained like just through sometimes unnecessary exposition. Sometimes it is necessary. Like obviously you have to know certain things and this is a completely foreign world, but sometimes it does like, I would have understood that without what they said. Do you know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of times where they'll be like, an object or whatever and then they'll like they'll like tell each other talk to each other about like what's happening oh, or what not it is. everyone's you kyle some need I know the I'm saying extra sometimes <laughs> it's necessary sometimes it wasn't i get the necessary ones because there's no way anybody would have known that but there's other times where it was not as necessary That's and i fair. feel like some of that stuff was there because they really wanted to make sure that nobody would get lost because i feel like going into this Everybody was worried about how big Dune is, how big of a world it is, how confusing the first one was. Like they were really trying to avoid all of that, I feel like. And I think they did. I do too, but we lost some we lost some uh value in the in the process. Well, and they also want the movie to make money. So Of course. <laughs> Which I assume it's going to be pretty successful. So we did I, look it up. Oh, and yeah. it's the most successful Warner Brothers HBO Max collaboration to date. Yeah. So he's getting a second movie. Also. And so the biggest uh, Denny film ever launched. Oh, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Also. It's I, surprising. It's not, it makes <laughs> sense, but it's still surprising. Even Blade Runner was yeah. like a but yeah, like, I, classic. I thought like, like <laughs> Sicario would have done better but than it did. Honestly, I've never more met people than, outside of like you guys who have even heard of Sicario. That's crazy. <laughs> That and it weird. was like one of my favorite movies ever. So, yeah, maybe if it came out at a different time, it would have hit better. Yeah, I don't feel or like the first one was differently. Pushed, yeah. Like the second one was pushed so hard. Yeah, 
The first one, I don't remember anything about it. Uh, well, the second one got pushed be hard because of the first one. Yeah. Well, it also got pushed because it wasn't Denny doing the second one. Yeah. So um, they're like, well, it's not going to be as good, probably. I did want to comment on the age of the crowd I was at was old. A lot of our people were old. A lot old. of 67, I mean, the books like old. older people. The book is old, though. So Yeah, 65. Yeah, like it was, I was kind of surprised by it. And they, I didn't have any of them fall asleep on me that I saw. So, well, they just weren't snoring like our guy. Was. If that that's guy a, was asleep and wasn't snoring, I never would have known. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious that he's actually was actually. I snoring. love that he went to the theater and paid for it and ended up falling asleep. <laughs> he paid for a nap. On <laughs> <HBO> yeah, <Max. laughs> he could have just watched it. No, he just wanted to get Started away from free his trial. Watched it from his wife and wife and whoever. He just wanted his alone time to nap in a dark area. Yeah, but why would you pay for the extreme? Should go to the cheapest theater possible. Why? I don't know. Those seats are pretty comfy. <laughs> the comfiest yeah, seats. A lot. They yeah. have pretty comfy seats everywhere. But yes, those ones were comfy. And I also want to make a comment on. I love the story. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's from the original books, but you know, just get, it's an older book, so it doesn't have to be so complex and almost relevant. In that, I did. I don't know many other stories that were so. I'm sure there's other movies with this kind of story where it's like. But just the fact that they like implanted this religion into making him seem like a messiah in order for them to just come there and live is such a crazy thing. And like, I don't know, it's just so original to me and interesting. I'm so excited to like think about the repercussions of that, how people are literally going to kill in his name. And like, he's Jesus to them, but he's just a guy, like a regular. Which I mean, obviously, he's not just a regular guy. <laughs> he has these powers, you know, but still, it's, I just loved all those little things like he but nothing come. different than what we know of other than they're the same that like th- she has in the sisterhood or whatever the witches are called. Yeah, the mom. Yeah. Or, yeah, mom. yeah. And he's not I mean, he might be special even in that case because they were usually women. Right. And right. they they said that he might be that one like the man yeah, because who's powerful. Yeah. But it's just like I, I'm, there's like movies that have like this person who becomes like the religious and he comes and visits and they think that. The but I feel like, yeah, <laughs> I feel, yeah, the one, the chosen one. There's so many movies with that. But I feel like this had the most real feeling and how it would be uh, represented. Harry Potter. <laughs> See, and like all these are so much lesser to me than like this felt like they literally intentionally went in and like set this up for years and years and years so that they could come in and be the Messiah and his mother, right? Like Mary basically and Jesus. Is there a chance that he is special and different though? Like the one maybe. I think so. Yeah. That would be cooler though. Like if he was just normal, but right now said that he was like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, he's not his visions and he has the voice that no one else has. Yeah. But no, I mean, a lot of people have the voice. No men. Yeah. But it's just. No, there is something special about him because the one, because like the head witch or whatever, like points that out after their And that was meeting. Awesome. That scene was so cool, so too. Good. Yeah. Man, there's so many cool scenes. You can see his hand like. I don't know. I just felt like this was breaking. one of the best done of that kind of concept where it just felt more natural, even though nothing in this is natural at all felt the most authentic and like not just made like you're special like maybe he will become special but he's not currently that special right 
other than he's a rich kid with powers. Yeah. Maybe powers. Maybe. He's learning them, yeah. right? He's got powers because obviously yeah. he has the voice. He's not very good at it, though. Right. It's just interesting. I don't know. The story was just so, yeah, I was in. Oh, you know. I was stuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the <laughs> plot and like, I mean, just besides the aesthetic, yeah, that it was definitely keeping me interested because, yeah, we're running on fumes here. And until the end, I didn't feel the pace at all. And I was like into it. Didn't want to stop. Want to see what was happening next. Yeah. Like this could have been an hour longer, honestly, for me. But oh, I would have loved yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Like when this, when part two comes out, I could easily watch these back to back. It's going to be like over five yeah. hours, but. I'm wondering if this is going to be that next like Lord of the Rings type thing for me where, which I mean, I haven't had anything since That's where I'm, I'm just like endlessly rewatchable, like Lighthower, but like an epic where you go and you have a group get together and watch like epic movies all in a row. I don't have anything since yeah, you know, Lord of the Rings. That's what I like commenting on the atmosphere and the world that it created. Like that's the fellowship when you were there. You got, you saw all like the, the mythical, like, yeah. so you like, you, it almost became like a religion. Like it was, it's yeah this huge like phenomenon. And then like you have this atmosphere that's like, I, I, I could see so many people fall in love with this movie. Like it's a very easy, easily lovable movie. I mean, and it has all the right people in it too, to create that kind of yeah, fan star, base. Yeah. The star studded cast for sure. Yeah. So I'm just, I don't know. I, this for me, as long as he doesn't fuck up the second one, but I don't has believe Denny ever fucked up. No. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't. <Sure>. So <laughs> I don't believe that's going to happen. So therefore I'm like, this is probably going to be a new series for me that, Unless maybe they'll go beyond the two movies. I don't know. If they do, I hope it's a trilogy and done. Well, there's like nine books or something. And Dune is just the first one. Or so something. that's interesting because like this movie and like, again, how obsessed like with these, the world that it creates, like it has me wanting to learn more about this. Like, yeah, I want to know everything about this yeah, world now. You just feel like it's like <laughs> because of yeah, like the Lord movie. of the Rings or Star Wars, where there's so much you could, like else that's happening outside of just these main characters. I'm so into it. Like I want to know everything. Yeah, the, all the races. Like yeah, the geo their locations. histories and I mean even Duncan. Right, that was the name. Duncan, Duncan. Idaho. Yeah, yeah I want to yeah. know what his storyline was. Right, he's this interesting guy who's doesn't didn't play that huge of a part but like he did things or the Furman people like we didn't get that much we got some but we didn't like they'll be like obviously it's gonna be a huge culture the next one which i'm super excited there's just so much interesting things that this world could flesh out and probably could be series and other things off yeah i just hope he i hope he has a nice little bookends it's a trilogy a denny trilogy and there's gonna obviously be spinoffs but Uh, maybe not maybe not hopefully not I would love just a if it's three, not Denny, a three movie trilogy. Denny, get the trilogy going, and then does anyone know how far along part two is? Like, are they just waiting for the I green light? Did he even or? start? Yeah, I don't even think it's. I don't think he started because they didn't know if it was yeah. going to be made. Interesting. Yeah, so it could be years from now. Because <laughs> you would think he would want to map out the whole I bet story. It's, I bet I the know, script is probably out there. Wrote the first. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he probably has an idea, but. The weird, the thing is, like, I don't think if this could have ended this way, 
like without that. I don't know. It seems weird to release this like with such an obvious it saying Dune Part One, it ending the way that it ends without there being know. yeah everything that I was know? reading like interviews and stuff. He's like, I made this no, hoping there would be a second one, but I don't know if there's gonna be if they're gonna allow me to make a second one. Well, this has been done for a while, so like maybe things changed in the editing room and maybe Could have been. maybe the title card was added yeah. after. You know, the whole part one I mean, thing. You could add that the day before. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I think, I I, I mean, obviously it's probably going to get greenlit and it'll probably be yeah, like two years, I would assume. Two years? Uh, I don't know. I would say at least two years. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you already have, you already have all, every, like all the actors already there. You have all the equipment and stuff made. You don't have to deal with COVID. Like they're probably that probably hindered yeah, a but little. It's just like a massive production. <laughs> yeah. And it's a long like I'm sure editing it takes a while too. A and lot like of all the post production and we were saying that a lot of uh I mean some of the big cast people are dead in it now. But there's still quite a bit left and oh, in the movie. Filming, I think you meant like filming schedules with that many like big stars, that's pretty hard to do. Especially yeah, like true. Chalamet, who's literally had two giant movies this year. Release on the same day. Andy's same day. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to be Willy Wonka. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. That's a difference with Lord of the Rings. None of them were really that big when it came out. Well, And they filmed all those back to back. All in a so, row. Yeah. He knew he was going to get all three. Exactly. So. They greenlit the trilogy. That's why. Yeah. And he did for $280 million. But you got to think like it hasn't, it probably hasn't been officially greenlit, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't put that title card part one if it, if they weren't going to greenlight it, greenlight it, they right? could have just been like, and eh, it's done. <laughs> okay, it's like, how does that make post-production? Like if they're not already in the process, like I that. said, he always was assuming he would get two movies, but yeah, but you know, they could have removed that could have been easily removed. Part one. It's just kind of, I'm wondering how the books go though, because like I have no idea. The original movie, I've, again, I've never seen it. So like, I'm assuming the emperor being the, the main villain, like, are we even going to see him in the next movie at all? Because we still have not have yet we seen need him. More. And we know the Baron. <laughs> well, you know the Baron is still alive and kicking. He took a bath in a stout and is healed. That's <laughs> what Travis does when he gets hurt. He bathes in a stout and he's healed. Exactly. He's doing that tonight. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. I mean, I know the original, there's one, two, three, four, five, six books. Oh, Dune, yes. Dune Messiah, Children of Dune, God Emperor of Dune, Heretics of Dune, and Chapter House Dune. And he, we're just doing two parts of the first book. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is just Dune that he's doing. I hope it goes forever. You gonna turn to a yeah. Dune head, Kyle? <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah. I'm a Dune head for <laughs> if sure. They, if yeah. Oh yeah. Give me Dune Con. Have any of you guys? I know Kyle hasn't, but have either of you seen uh, Jodorowsky's Dune documentary? Uh, no, I knew I know nothing about Dune other than it came out in the eighties, and there's the big worm thing. That's all I knew. I think, well, yeah, I would recommend it. You know, regardless of this movie coming out, but I think now that it's come out, it'll probably have a resurgence. But it, yeah, it'd probably be even cooler to watch it now. Who did, like oh, yeah. the original movie or the wait. so the documentary is about like the the potential like uh, Dune directed by Alejandro Jodorowsky. So you like get the like full story of that. And it was supposed to be like originally like 
I don't know, like a 13 or 16 hour movie or something crazy. And he did like a ton of prep work for it. And like, it just eventually like never, you know, sees the light, but it's you hard get to green light a 13 hour movie, you know? Yeah. But it's a fascinating <laughs> documentary. It's, it's really yeah, cool. I'm in. I'm and you get to see a lot of cool, like concept art and stuff from him. And that dude is an artist. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's been on my watch list for a long time. But yeah, now I really want to see that because... What's it called? Yeah. Jodorowsky's Dune. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool, cool. Well, I don't really think we spoiled that much. Do you guys have anything else to say? I mean, even if we tried to, like all the terms and stuff, you would have no idea what we're talking about. I don't about. even know how to... I don't even yeah, know the names it's anymore. It's not worth... I mean, it's not really... Don't need to get into it any no. either. So I loved the story. My yeah. one of my favorite scenes was when though like when it when like the um the spice went and like went around him and he's yeah, like it's looking like sparkling in the air. And yeah. he's like just it's when he's like and he's like acting out that like vision, but you don't really know what he's doing at first. You're like, What why is he on his knees? Like why is he looking around? Like what's what's he looking at? And the whole time he's in the vision doing it. You just didn't know at the time. I have a question to pose. I've seen as reviews have rolled out, especially from users, average people, that people think it's too art house. Do you think that it was like too artsy fartsy? No. Dune? No. Yeah. Like the movie? Yeah, the one we just watched. No. I could see that because there was a fuck ton of slow mo, like and like very yeah, like scenes that necessarily probably didn't need to be as art artistic, but I was all in. I don't see that. I, don't I think it's on the same level as Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. So I guess it depends on how you feel about that. I think I it just is playing in that <laughs> aesthetic and that just his style. The, a lot of, yeah, that it's, I think it's bringing to life that world and that's just what the world is. Like, right. It's not him like being weird for weird sake, as we like to say. It's just portraying what's illustrated and. That's how it is. Oh, it's so. But I want to watch it. Well, this, I love that. This approach is definitely more like, like even like the vocals, like in the score, like that can be like off-putting to some people. The you know? the other yeah. the other um like the chanting and yeah, with well, their yeah. Uh, I love that. That stuff, was really but Halo had chanting. It's one of the most famous like soundtracks ever. So I'm agreeing. I'm saying I'm just posing it as a question because it's out there as a criticism, and I I loved. All I the stuff with how it looked and everything. I don't feel like this. I could I mean, easily recommend this to people who like just sci-fi in general or fantasy, for sure. not just people who. But care. it's it's not, not trying. Or, it's not trying to be like a popcorn movie by any means. Like no, Star Wars has like the fun, goofy characters. See, yeah, like I think some people the, saw like, the cast. Yeah, like I've seen one that literally said uh, "Art House Star Wars." <laughs> not even close. The only I don't like think real. That's it. I, I think that's pretty appropriate. Yeah, kind of. But like, <laughs> sure. I don't think it's a I don't necessarily well done. think that's like a knock against the movie or like saying it's too art house by saying it's art house Star Wars. Yes. No, that's not. I'm just saying it's that an elevated is, Star Wars. Yeah. Right. And it focuses more on like the the story and the hard sci fi elements than like selling action figures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, Although I would like an action figure. I was going to say, <laughs> I want uh, Timothy. All of the suits, all of the no, suits that's are saying, amazing. Tim, the I steel want, suit. 
The Ooh. still suit, the one that the white, the white armor guys, the fucking how, the, ha, the Harud, How about that Harudikan, little Harudikan. spider creature? I need the glossy yeah, yeah, thing. weird thing. Yeah, <laughs> as like, a dog, he's like, <laughs> don't <laughs> something about our pet, and or it's like, don't be mean to the pet or something. She's like, she tells I, the I did ask you. Him. I don't think you heard me, but that was the guy from um, Suicide Squad, the polka dot guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's I could tell it too. was him. Yeah, ah. yeah. I also also want Chalamet's uh coat that he wore in that when they were looking mm. like him and his dad were walking like that's his ceremonial I want that. yeah she goes he goes military and she goes no ceremonial <laughs> man i want that coat i love that coat like i just want that to wear in general yeah pretty rad yeah pretty rad costuming you can buy like oscar the boots or for best costume if i it hope so it's gonna get best costume and set special design. effects effects probably yeah effects gotta yeah. be up there so- score maybe I haven't heard. I there mean, was one effect with the water when the ships were coming out of the water, and you could see the water coming towards you. It was coming towards the screen. I mean, and it was like questionable. Hey, but what about? Got to rewatch. We got to wait for the Matrix Resurrections. Yeah, there's <laughs> no, no way. I <laughs> can't say that. <laughs> uh, I'm not dismissing the Matrix. I'm saying I doubt it can be better than this. How do you know? You haven't seen it. I just had there were so many parts in this. I'm like, this just looks like real. It just oh yeah, it was so good. Just looks real. Like yeah. I'm like, how you can't get any more lifelike than this? Like the, the ships and stuff would land. I'm just like you. It but just I don't looks think real. that's what goes into like winning yeah. the Oscars. If it looks most realistic, that's not what they're going on. Sure. I mean, sure, it's part of the ass. Like practical. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Anything else on Dune? No. Tapped out. All right. What I could you... talk a lot more, but it'd be just, I could just, like go uh, through every scene I liked, you know, yeah. the, the, the <laughs> invasion be... scene though. I did want to comment. The invasion scene is the one that like, I was like, holy shit. Like when they just come oh, out of nowhere yeah. and it's just the, that big ship comes down and just shoots all his missiles down. They're like, I love how it kicks off too. He, he sees the Morse code with the light. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck? And then, and then Shit, that guy so shoots that dart, and it's like in the shield. The shields are so cool too. Yeah. Looking, yeah. I love how those look. Mm-hmm. And I also learned something. Actually, I am questioning the practicality of them, though. I mean, they like they could stop like fire, I guess, but ob- hard objects travel through them anyway. No, they no, could only they could do sla- it's, it's like chain mail. You can do it. Just it stops slashing, but not stabbing. Yeah. It like gives you a yeah. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's like chain mail. But I mean, even that one dart that was going straight sure. at him, like it stopped, it slowed it. So it gave you like st- still time to like block it. Fair. But yeah, I did learn. But they something do only about have the, swords and knives. Like this is I did learn about don't. the something about that because Trevor read the book. And so, you know, that beam that cut through and it yeah, just that like thing was cut through crazy everything. Dope. So the reason why they don't use shields or why they weren't using them all the time in certain areas is because if that beam hits a shield, it's like an atomic bomb. So it would just kill all of them and everything in the area. So that's why they didn't want to use the, like some of the, cause they have those beams, but sometimes they want to use them against the different architecture and stuff. Cause it'll blow them up too. Cause it'll literally be like a nuke if they hit. So that's why they were also afraid of it and they didn't have their shield on it for it. And just like run by it because if it hit it, it would blow everyone up. Airtight. No plot holes. 
Okay. Yeah, there's so much more we could probably learn about this movie that would make it even better, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, all the, like, deep cuts that we don't know anything about. Like, like a fan, like Trevor, probably would cream over this movie. Yeah, he loved it. He's like, I don't really have anything negative to say. Cool. There you go. <laughs> cool. Okay, ratings out of five. I give it a four and a half. Uh, certified five banger. Hey, movie of the year. <laughs> I'm also going 4.5. 4.5. Love it. Lived up to the hype. I don't know how it's not a five. Uh, because I didn't get to watch it in theater. Yet. I gave you my problems. Nitpicks. <laughs> Those nitpicks were enough to warrant a half star do- decrease. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I'm going to watch know. it again soon. I'm going to yep. watch it again. Watch I want to watch it again soon in theaters so I could see. I don't think it's ever going down from that. It could go yeah. up though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no way it goes down. Could part two make it better? This this atmosphere is uh, what... No, because my problems are with this movie, not with part two. <laughs> this atmosphere is what Green Knight wanted so bad, and it just that's why... I it, love Green Knight. That gave me <laughs> no feeling of that at all. The, wait, what? This atmosphere is what Green Knight wanted? Green Knight wanted to be like this big, No, like, I feel like atmosphere. that's what people expected yeah, of Green Knight, was, and it was never trying to be that. Yeah, exactly. They expected like Lord <laughs> of the Rings, but it was never trying to be Lord of the Rings. But... It was like it the was anti- bad. Lord of the Rings. It was bad uh, advertising for that movie. Misleading. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the movie. How do you market a David Lowry movie though? It's like yeah, yeah. It's like just show super it. slow shots with yeah. like you no know, talking. And the dark. entire trailer is just him. <laughs> the marketing should be away. if you know what Dave, if you know who he is, then and you like him, then go see it. If not, don't expect anything different. Yeah, but nobody knew who go he was. Go watch the cater to you. from a ghost story. And yeah. <laughs> nobody like knew it, who he was. Check back in. Check out the Green Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Just rewatch that uh, movie. Still awesome. But ghost story? Oh, no, Green Knight. I have it on 4K. Oh. Green Knight? Mm-hmm. Cool. How about you? Give me back all the movies that you have that are mine. And I'll, I have one. And I'll take... No, you have How to Build a Time Machine also. Yeah, that's the only one I have. No, and you, you have Paris, Texas. Paris, Texas. Oh, any I of, still have that? Yeah. Any of my oh. Interstellar still. How dare you? <laughs> I could bring that. Just remind me. <laughs> I watched Paris, Texas already. All right. Moving on. Uh, let's get into what else we've been watching. I've only been watching the Halloweens. And I'm going to save them so I can finish them and then talk it as a whole. I guess I can talk about Halloween since you guys talked about that last time. Yeah, there kills. you go. That's there you go. Fill perfect. So. Halloween kills. What'd you think? Not good. <laughs> Oh my god! It's so hard to believe that this was made with the like all the same people involved as the last one, mm-hmm. and I have no idea what it was going for. <laughs> Fair, because like, so the first one felt like it was like kind of reinvigorating that slasher genre where it was like doing these interesting new ways to make it. Because I don't like slasher. It's like one of my least favorite horror, probably my least favorite horror movie genre is slashers. Just never have liked them that much. And which is why I never watched the original Halloween until we did. But then I saw that in 2018 one. I'm like, Oh, okay. Then when I started seeing the trailers and stuff for this, I was not excited about it, but I'm like, well, you know, it's the same director and stuff. Maybe it's just bad marketing. Yeah, it wasn't. It was exactly what they were marketing. Like this, I don't know what I don't know what you conclusion you guys came to, but what was the end? It, like I came to the conclusion that it's the middle in the trilogy, and they really are just trying to get to the third one. But like it, they made me so confused. I'm like, okay, 
before what made him scary is he's like he's just a human but he's just you know then now yeah. he's like this dark spirit thing uh, now he's definitely not a human yeah he's a supernatural well, being. no we talked about this before it's not that he is is human it's the ambiguity of is he human is he not human like he could have survived a gunshot like he wasn't shot like right in the heart or in the head he got shot somewhere in his torso he could have survived that and just gets up and walks yeah. off like there's ambiguity there. Now there is no, no ambiguity. ambiguity. He is. Yeah, it's like he just gets natural. stronger with darkness over time. Yeah. I'm just Each like kill. He gets stronger. And then I'm like, OK, <laughs> like the Hulk. is he just a manifestation of like their darkness that lives within the city or whatever? But then I'm like, or is he there's still nothing to back that up, though? Like, ha- well, she was just talking about this dark. They kept talking about how like this is what he wanted. The evil now is us and the way we're acting now and how they were chasing that one guy who was innocent. Oh, yeah, the stuff. worst part in the movie. Yeah. Dude, the, hospital. Whole, the hospital scene was god awful. <laughs> oh my god. Just it was comical actually. Evil dies tonight. Everyone say I mean with the me. old actors and stuff, they were terrible. The ones from the original, older one, like There's only two. Yeah, and they were horrible. The girl. Like the, nurse the little girl. And then uh bracket. Bracket. Officer Brackett. The girl, the gr- Lindsay is that's the original actress from Halloween, grown up. Which one's Lindsay? She's the girl that is the other girl's babysitting in the original Halloween. You know how there's two babysitters? That one's ba- she's babysitting Tommy, she's babysitting Lindsay. Oh, I didn't realize that was and then the they original. get together. Yeah. And then the nurse. That's chick. the original girl from And then I was Halloween. so confused in the beginning where it was just like the old one and like kept showing stuff right, for like yeah, yeah. way too long. Oh, it just it had no identity of what it wanted to do or wanted to be. It's a setup movie for the third. That's yeah. Now I have like literally no idea what to expect for the third movie though. Like, Gotta milk it. <laughs> all of the payoffs that <laughs> you that, wanted. Maybe that's a good thing. There you go. You don't know what to expect. I don't want <laughs> to see it though. It's not interesting anymore because he is just a supernatural killer now. Yeah. Now what are they gonna do? Try what and mean, figure out. He, now he it just turned into like some kind of ghost story where they have to figure out how to like what he needs to be at peace or something and rest. I don't know. It yeah, just, because doing it anything totally physical to him yeah. is not going to do anything. It totally Cut off his head. That won't work. How do you know? Because it won't work. They it haven't just tried. Won't. It won't work. I don't know. It, his headless body will start crawling it'll around be sleepy for hollow. He'll grab Boop. it, put it back on. Twist it's on backward, one. twists yeah. around. It was just so... And what was their, like obsession was taking out his mask in this one like over and over and they're just like ah but they all know what he looks like already so i thought that was so well, he's stupid all, his face is all burned up and shit now but they already know what he looks like they had picture they showed him on tv that he yeah escaped. but they didn't know that he was burned up they don't his oh, face is all fucked up now because he was in the fire yeah so why did that hurt him but well he, and everything don't he has scars and stuff his hands his fucking half his hands gone yeah Whatever, I thought it was pretty dumb, like, throughout. Yeah, there was some cool shots. And her just injecting a whole thing of morphine and keeping going. Like, that doesn't... You would just pass out and die. Like, there's no... It's not like, now I can fight through it. It's well, like, Jacob, now everyone's a pharmacist that watches these movies. I'm like, it just knocks you out. Like, that literally would just put her in, like, a coma. Like, well, she, she left and then just to come would, back to and her she room. she would drop. Yeah, it was so stupid. She left... Fucking like ripped her stomach, uh, yeah, <laughs> things open, and then went back to the room, and then yeah, which makes though that like that whole thing redundant, like pointless. Did she even show that? Will Patton's whole inter- 
reintroduction. Why he was nothing. he? I thought he was going to do something too. Uh, we it's we think that now. he's that because Judy Greer, Karen died, the Smith, the daughter. So I think that they're gonna. It's gonna be the. He's gonna be the new trio with. I don't know. It's just Allie like none of them were afraid of him anymore. So it's like. It's not right, even hunt like him. A, he yeah. doesn't hunt them. Like yeah, they're hunting him now. Yeah, and like they already did that in the first one. It was her hunting him, and they just did it again. So it wasn't interesting or new this time. It was just bad. Like it was a bad movie. Yep. Yeah. But some cool shots. Some cool looking shots. But the the best shot Fun of the movie kills. they gave it in the trailer, when he's walking out of the fiery building. Yeah. That was dope as fuck. And he's like John Wick now. Yeah. <laughs> that was I'm like what is this? <laughs> we were laughing at the hose. <laughs> yeah, the hose part's pretty good. It was also weird because he just acted differently than he normally did. Where he just yeah, kept stabbing the knife in that guy. Like, oh yeah, we said the same thing. I'm like, why is he doing that? Josh that? Said, yeah. That's not what he did. Because ever. it takes he just a, kills efficiently. It takes away from his like. Then he just becomes a crazy guy. Yeah. Like Michael. Like it's cool because he just. Slices their throat and then they're just dead. Keeps, and he like walks. that was one of the coolest scenes in that to 2018 was the one long shot where he, he just, just walks through, kill. kills, and walks outside and continues on. And this one is just stab, stab, stab. I don't know what you guys expect. We're talking about like the 13th installment in a franchise that's went like four or five different directions. Well, <laughs> that's unfair because if you like the 2018 one, then and it's the same no, I know, production crew, like, then the expectation would be to be as good or better, maybe slightly worse, but it's like a huge jump in quality from the first to this one. Yeah. That's the, I that's love the, the problem. Yeah. But still point still stands. And where was, uh, oh, he looked great. Where too. was Buster Rhymes? I'm watching that one right now. You know, he was supposed to be in it apparently, but COVID like messed it up. Really? Yeah. Ugh. Thank God Dang. for COVID. He was, gonna, he was, <laughs> He was well, supposed yeah, to be like they talked to him about why it. Why? I, I don't know. That makes no sense. Why he would be in it? Because they were just doing a bunch. There was a bunch of stuff for people who had seen other ones in it. Apparently, yeah. He brought they brought back all the yeah. old people, and apparently they want to bring him back too. So he goes. Kyle, Kyle says I have to watch it again. So watch what again? Was that you that said? Somebody haven't seen it. No, somebody said I have to <laughs> rewatch the new one because I I'm watching all of them. Oh, right he now. said that to complete oh, yeah, the yeah. loop. Yeah. yeah, I think he's yeah. yeah, yeah go full circle. <laughs> so you want let's watch Halloween Kills together. But did you <laughs> notice that like the general public loves Halloween Kills? Yeah, the bartender at it at, sold at it made tons of money. Thought it was rad. Yeah, it made mm, tons of money. Yeah, it was yeah. really successful. The ratings are not good on it, but the audience but score is. Look at was. like Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it is uh, any horror movie. I feel like it, it is very mixed, but I think it is more I feel on like the negative side. Critics hated it, but a lot I of the thought Rotten Tomatoes was like thirty nine. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. He's talking about just oh, normal people. Audience score is like eighty. And I don't ever, critics ever, ever like look at Rotten Tomato ever. Yeah, yeah, but people will watch it and like see some cool kills and be like, "That was a fun movie." Yeah, exactly. And like that's the extent of their enjoyment of it was yeah. like I saw some or cool their analysis kills. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was successful. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen tons of things of Halloween on TikTok now. So clearly a lot of people liked it. It's also almost Halloween. Yeah. No, I mean from the movie Halloween, oh, okay. like Michael yeah. Myers. No way. Yeah. <laughs> like Michael Myers has been huge on TikTok recently. He's a he's a star. He's a cool cat. Cool. Well, uh, what, did you say what you, you want to rate it? Yeah, I gave it a two. Cool. 
Um, not a lot for me. I have been watching some Nicholas Winding Refn movies. So I don't know if we ever did. We ever have we yeah. announced this? Yeah. Okay. Nicholas Winding Refn is premium. You can do it again. Great. We're gonna be recording that soon. Uh, our Tarkovsky premium is up now and available. If you want to listen to that, minimum donation of one dollar. Who know? On Bandcamp. Uh, so all I have is. Well, we could talk Super Dark Times a little bit. I know I teased it last episode, but we didn't get into it because we didn't want to bore Matt. And we have Travis here who also watched it recently. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Super Dark Times from 2017, directed by <laughs> Kevin Phillips. I. Jay Nobody? Jay Nobody. <laughs> Jay Nobody. <laughs> I uh, liked Super Dark Times, but I didn't love it. And I think it's pretty technically well done. Um, I guess if you include, but if you include writing as a technical aspect, I think the writing's kind of bad. And then the ending is like really dumb. What happens? So that's like my major problems with it. And yeah, you guys want to open it up? Go for it, Josh. You were the uh, yeah the trendsetter. I'm, yeah, I'm the uh, the catalyst of this <laughs> of watching this. And I did. I mean, I touched on it a little bit when I watched. When yeah, I, two episodes ago, I think you mentioned. But, or that was when you gave your your brief rundown of why you liked it. Yeah, just the like the the mood, the the interactions, the like you. It's like you fumbling through like with these kids trying to figure out like what the hell to do because. They don't know what to do. I wouldn't know what to do. You know, like they just killed one of their friends. Like, holy sh! Like, what do you do at that point? You know, like so. Like, just just seeing that fragility of like their their um, actions and everything. Like the the fact of how innocent they were, and you know, they were just these outcasts that didn't really get accepted anywhere, and they were just they were friends with each other, but no one else, and just like that whole angle and everything, just. I just loved it, and like I said, some of the some of the most authentic, like real conversations. I think like interactions between each other, like a group of friends, is, was so oh. good. I've laughed. I laughed. The at things th- that the fat kid says, like nobody says that. It's yeah, so but dumb. I feel like that character. There's like a little something more going on with him. We don't ever know because he's dead. Yep. <laughs> I laughed. Dies. I laughed more at this movie than I probably ninety nine percent of the comedies. That's gross. They were definitely trying it is pretty, pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't but they think were so. tryhards. I, <laughs> I disagree. I oh my too. god! I think it was trying Didn't to think be the like but authentic I, and like just. Oh, like, it was trying, and it was just like trying to like create that sense of like, you know, like growing up and being that age, and that's like the conversation some you stuff, would have with your friends. Yeah, some things work like sure in that maybe for it's sure. a little on the nose, but like yeah, I thought it was pretty funny and like. Like the uh, the glue, like flashback. Scene. Oh, you love the glue. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> the glue wasn't bad. Yeah, no, there's. I'm not saying it's 100 percent miss rate. You know, it's some stuff works, but you, it's definitely a feeling of it's trying very hard to to portray that feeling instead of like authentically doing it, to, at least to me. And that's why, like, yeah, a lot of those conversations, dialogue rang false. Just. Couldn't get into them like as characters, and then when they split up, it's kind of when it gets better, at least because to me, I think 
the most interesting part is the main kid and like his struggle and coming to terms with what happened because like he really didn't have a part in it, but he feels super guilty. He's having these visions, like all that mm-hmm. stuff was interesting. And yeah, then the, the like dream yeah, nightmare sequence. Dream sequence were great. Pretty awesome. Yep. But then after that, it's like, and then it just goes into, I don't know, like we need to talk about Kevin territory. Which is another great movie. It is, but <laughs> that does it way subtler than this movie. Like the kid just go literally goes insane. I don't think we need to talk about Kevin as subtle. <laughs> it's maybe a little more like artful, but it's. Yeah. It's also done from the mom's like perspective. Yeah. Not really his. Yeah. And you can say this isn't from Josh's perspective, but it's from. It's more in. It's more about him directly, I guess. Yeah. I think why I liked it so much is just like I admired its like. Charm. Yeah. And just the ambition because like it didn't really have much to work with, but I thought it created like something original and something good like <laughs> I, yeah. thought, I mean yeah the acting was good for being like all non-actors and then i like the story i thought the the incident like scene and then the aftermath was handled really well like i was mm-hmm. it was like really suspenseful and then um i, I like the way it looks a lot and i'm sure there wasn't much of a budget either so oh probably not props, <laughs> i would assume no <laughs> props to whoever shot it but uh and then yeah i just think there's like some I mean, they're like pretty easy, like themes, but just like, um, just like the, like loss of innocence or like, um, like kind of like growing apart from your friends. And I think there's some stuff with the, the girl, like the love interest that is maybe rushed. No, (laughs) I don't, I think it's just like, it's a little subtle and maybe not like explained enough but I do think there's something like underlying with her character that you could read into a little more. Yeah. I, Cause I she's like, kind of the through line. Cause like the, without spoiling it, the, f- the final shot of the movie kind of puts her in the, like the through line of the movie. Yeah. And I think it's just like trying to show how that event impacted all of their lives and like, how are they going to like move on from it? Which is like yeah the that event did but it only impacted their lives in turn because of what happens with Josh and what his again if that doesn't like I just think it's way over not over dramatic but like unrealistic what he that that turn for him the the killer kid yeah his name's Josh in the movie but, I'm pretty sure yeah I'm I think okay you're yeah right. Zach and Josh okay. um. But why do you think it was too extreme? I think that's what like you're not with him like at all. So yeah, but it just feels like you go from zero why do, to one hundred. Why him. do you need Whether, that? Like, why can't that just be like already existing in his character before the movie even starts? Because like that I, he is that way. Yeah, they hint at that like there's something off about him. You just never really get. You never he's know. he's a little extreme like in his like reactions and stuff and like. You get like little nuggets of info. The scene itself, like the in, the inciting incident itself, his reaction to that doesn't like. You think there would be a little bit of portrayal of that side to him coming through there, but it just seems totally like you said he was innocent before, and then now 
not so much, or this is like what is making creating that turn. Never got that sense that he was that way before that. Yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is that like you could tell he didn't really have much of like a, a home life. They like made a point to like show that his Didn't parents weren't really around or like he was like always like out with his friends and like his parents weren't didn't really like care to check on him or like I don't even think his pre- or her, his they parents like had a, yeah any presence. And then like mom is in it. She's in it. Uh, she shows up. Oh, is she? Yeah. But it's brief, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so all they're all I mean, I guess no. besides Zach, like they yeah. show that because <laughs> that because like it's only his mom. Like it's just him and his mom. Yeah. I feel like they're supposed. To, that's the reason that's in there is to show that they do have a bond. Like I don't get, like all the other kids. I don't know. Yeah, you I get the sense that they up. don't like they're outcasts, so like they don't have shit to do yeah. after school or whatever, like sports or or extracurricular. So yeah, they get together and well, like, and then fuck he gets around. like it's not because he doesn't have a home life. He also gets jealous of Zach because of the whole girl situation. Yeah, I think it's just like amplifying those like issues or problems that you deal with in high school and it's like it's an exaggerated version of all that i think it's just dealing with like normal themes or like things that you deal with in high school but it's like an elevated like genre movie yeah and if you read too (laughs) into like what actually happened like would that happen in real life like then sure you can like start to pick it apart but it's a movie like it's (laughs) it just seems like it is not going for that or like not really trying to be a genre movie and then like and then it goes fully there i think it's pretty obvious it goes fully there after at a certain point like so like no you don't you think it changes tones the opening scene is like there's like a dead animal in a fucking classroom yeah (laughs) Yeah, sure but and that's like not explained or whatever like yeah it's just again it's a weird thing who killed it probably josh progression Taste the blood. Was it murdered? What? Yeah, and its stomach yes. wide, like cut yeah, open. Yeah, but it jumped through a window, didn't it? No, it was just laying there. The window was broken. Could have been dragged injured. it through the window. Could have huh? been injured and jumped through the window. Yes. <laughs> Come on, you really Kyle, you think he killed? <laughs> you really think he killed the deer? Could have. Yeah, killing of a sacred deer. <laughs> There's a movie. <laughs> wow. Surprised you didn't Could know that. Could be worse, actually, if that's true. So, I, I'm not trying to say it's the best movie ever, and five might be a little too high, but yeah. I do think for what it is and what it's trying to do, I think it did a very good job. I think it is good. That's like, I, I still hire it with my rating. Yes, so. I'm only <laughs> saying these things because five is completely asinine. Like, I think my rating no, whoa, is whoa, whoa, whoa. more than fair. <laughs> It it's could go. Asinine. It could go down. Like it could probably closer to a two and a half. But I'm gonna keep it at a three. I think it's above average. <laughs> I like you, but you're crazy. <laughs> no, it's yeah. It's it's good. It does some interesting things. Yeah, it looks good. There's things to like about it. But five is just like it says as good as Dune. <laughs> It's nope. different though. <laughs> you can't compare. It's like yeah, you can't compare this conversation to Super Dark Times. <laughs> Got it. Like well, now's the time. <laughs> Dune's budget was probably yeah. <laughs> Dune's budget was probably 120 million. So what? Super Dark Times was probably what the budget was. You have to take in all well, these. We're not going to convince Kyle on this one, but no. <laughs> like Kyle thinks that every director, you have every movie has to be a blockbuster movie to be a five star. No. 
Not at all. No, it, has, it just has to be perfect. Gave Raw five. <laughs> I bet Raw and, well, Raw probably has a bigger budget than Super Dark Times, but co- more comparable. Yeah, more have you ever heard of Orchard in- Studios? <laughs> no. Nope. That's who put out fucking this, or, or yeah, like Orchard. Regardless, film is a I, film. I do think it uh, deserves a little more recognition, though, or like a little, like I think it's underseen at this point. I know it made like a little splash when it came out, like it was like, Oh, check out this little war movie. Yeah. But then it kind of fizzled out and I just don't think it's gotten the like. No. Yeah. Probably true. So check it out. Kyle's uh, too hard. Sa- the Saturn Awards Definitely are pretty like out, but known, right? Hmm? Saturn Awards. I feel like I see Saturn Awards on like a lot of indie smaller films. I'm not sure what the. It's the Academy of Science, Fiction, Fantasy and Horror Films. They give him Saturns, but he got nominated for best independent film. Didn't win though. No, I don't know. What, I don't know what one. Kyle, I'll let you know if it's better or not. <laughs> if it was deserving, how long? <laughs> Definitely. Uh, okay, that's about it. Uh, you want is does anybody else have anything else? Do you want to talk about Boogie at all? Mm, no, it wasn't very good. <laughs> Jacob, you probably didn't watch it. You had a busy week. <clears throat> Anything? No. Nope. All right. You want to do Perfect Blue real quick? I don't have a lot to say. No. <laughs> you don't want to talk about it? No, we can. Okay. <laughs> well, Travis and I watched uh, Perfect Blue. Nice short runtime on this bad boy. 86 mm-hmm. minutes? 86 minutes. Uh, yeah. It is an animated film from, what did I say? It was, it was old. It's older, right? 80s, 90s? Yeah. Uh, uh, 97. Sorry. Almost 10 years old. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is a Satoshi Khan film. Pretty never heard uh, of her. acclaimed director. Did Paprika and what was the other one? What was the other big one? Uh, Millennium Actress. Millennium Actress. Tokyo yeah. Godfathers. Tokyo Godfathers also. <clears throat> yeah, I've seen Paprika, but I think that's it. Okay. And yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit of a mind fuck. Um, it's about a Japanese pop idol who makes the transition into acting and then uh, tries to, well, she goes through some weird things and yeah, there's like a, there's like a mystery kind of thriller aspect to it. And I liked it quite a bit. I didn't love it. I think this is ripe for a rewatch already though. Mm -hmm. It's one of those that kind of requires one pick up nuggets along the way. Like super dark times. No, there's uh, there's a lot more going on in this one. Yeah, yeah, um, but I loved the like the themes of her, just like that uh, that pressure that she's put under, like from fans and things like that. Like she, like the the appearance, you know. Yeah, that it's like a critique on celebrities. Yeah, much. exactly. That like celebrities have to upkeep this appearance, and like if they do. One thing that the fans don't like, then, you know, are they really being themselves anymore mm-hmm. by, you know, trying to upkeep this, keep this perfect appearance up? And yeah, I liked all that stuff. And there is an interesting twist in the end. I thought it was, I knew it was going in a, I knew it was going to take a turn because the way that they reveal the guy so early, like mm-hmm. the one super fan or whatever, they, re- they reveal him like, well, it's too obvious. Yeah. You know, definitely. His look is 
Oh yeah, <laughs> from every other character. Yeah, his even... eyes are over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, <laughs> his look is literally off. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the I liked everything with the story and like how that it is super. It's it can be hard to follow if you're not paying attention. Like yeah, they do a lot of, a, of um, mindfuck. yeah, they do a lot of like. Uh, dr- like dream or like she's not sh- she's, what she's seeing is not real or what happening what's happening isn't real and then mm-hmm. it'll cut back to this and it's kind of like I mean Aronofsky used this has used this movie in a lot of his movies like other movies like there's the one scene right out of this from Black Swan mm-hmm. she sees like her reflection is like she sees her she thinks she like has conversations with her own reflection and like the reflection is the pop idol version of her and she's like the actress version. Yeah, I definitely got Black Swan vibes a little bit, like the Mila Kunis, Natalie Portman relationship. Yeah, yeah. Like they were playing off that. Oh yeah, quite a bit. Well, oh yeah, but with herself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the difference. Yeah. Did you know he died when he was only like forty something years old? Satoshi Kon died. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Born in '63, died in 2010. Gone Sad. too soon. Before his time. Yeah. It's kind of crazy because he made like, yeah, like four highly acclaimed movies mm-hmm. in that short span of time. Yeah. I mean, Danny is just turning 52, right? 53. 53 yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. No, but what did you think of the animation? It was solid. I thought it was okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's older, so it's hard to. Like, yeah. But like ninety seven, like there were Studio Ghibli films before. Yeah, that, I was gonna say which way different. Still holds up. I know, but like yeah, I mean, I think definitely different in budget, probably. I would assume. Yeah, and this movie definitely cares a lot about the story it's trying to tell and the yeah. way it's constructed, and so that's maybe where and like I know some that's like an actual style. Like I'm not yeah. super familiar with. I mean, like I I watched a decent amount of anime, but like especially from that time period, I'm not super familiar with it. But like. The it's scene where the like kids are simple, in you know? at like, the state at the concert venue and it cuts to like wide like showing like the whole venue. You can see the kids still, but they're small, so like all detail is lost mm-hmm. and it's literally just a gif. Like the same motion is happening and it's short too, so it's yeah. super noticeable. Like that, that kind of level. You? Yeah, you didn't think that looked like terrible? That has a lot to do with budget, probably. That hundred percent. To me, that's just budget, like yeah. But again, uh, that could be like a style thing. I think because like budget. I've seen <laughs> a lot of things that that looks like. I feel that. like that's just like. But it's a movie. Creativity. <laughs> creativity. Yeah, a stylistic choice. Yeah. Like, when I see a looping animation, I see that as lazy. I don't think that's creative. I, I think that was just indicative of that time. But yeah, in the nineties, though, it's like, what else are you gonna do, dude? Like, watch like Pokemon. There's like. So many times. Yeah, that's Pokemon an was episode where Pokemon like, movie. But like, like I don't even know what <laughs> again. You're, I didn't even notice what you're talking about. So I, like, I know what so he's talking about. Minor. No, that like. <laughs> well, Kyle and has, dance scenes. It's a pretty big thing. That he critiques them heavy. The the thing that you just referenced mm-hmm. literally has no effect on the movie. Other than that, you noticed it. You didn't like not, it. Not you think the it's story lazy. or the plot, but the it is a it's, it's a, called it's a, a critique of the movie. <laughs> it's probably to do yeah. with budget. It had to definitely do with make budget. As, take as many shortcuts as possible. It doesn't matter if it affects the quality. It was what one or two second shot. I don't know. 
No, the loop was like one or two seconds. It was longer than that. Because okay. there was like, I think they were voicing, they were doing some voiceover or something. Like it was like a new, like somebody was describing what's happening, like violence erupting at the stadium. Anyway, but point this is, is your first longer. one first of his, right? Yeah, and first one his. I think you would like Paprika or Paprika better. And I think that the animation is better than that as well. This guy is the influencer because Paprika influenced Nolan Mm -hmm. and Perfect Blue influenced Aronofsky. Man, look at this guy. Which one influenced... And he died at what age? What film of his uh, influenced... 47. Denny. 47. Look, and there's so many directors older than that. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) We're going to list list them all now. Denny just turned 50, what, two? (laughs) 53. Hey. Oh, look at that. Paprika's on uh, Criterion. There you go. It's on Criterion. Mm-hmm. Channel. Do the oh, this, yeah. <laughs> the channel. Yeah, I still have that. So we'll I think have I've to, been paying we'll for that. Oops. So Paprika's character design and animation director was the guy that did Princess Mononoke and Spirited Away. Well, that makes sense then. For Paprika. Yeah. Did I say that? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely uh, excited to check his out. And I also gave it a four. Mm-hmm. And we'll need to rewatch Perfect Blue eventually. Maybe a Satoshi Kon premium. That would be a good one. <laughs> yeah. There's only four, you said? Uh, four big four ones, main ones. Yeah. So those four. But I think he's done <laughs> like six or seven total. Love it. All right. Is that it for everything? Yeesh. Anything for Come or Dumb? I mean, I did rewatch Raw also. Oh, but I don't do want to go. I mean, I don't. <laughs> do you need to? I gave it five star. Beautiful. Still like it better in Teton, but. I don't think I liked it that much more than I expected that I did than Teton. Uh, so next week is Last Night in Soho. We might do one or two other movies. We will see. It's going to be busy. I would love to see The Last Duel before it leaves theaters. Same. Yeah, I'm done. I think it's in Jackson right now, too, so I could watch it. Yeah, that's an yeah. easy one. Thing is, like, but last the, movies, Soho the movies that are coming out in on the weekend like those are gonna be hard to see so we can catch up with last duel during the week see last right. night in soho probably yeah. do those two at least to start we're gonna to go to lansing and see last night so is french dispatch jackson. not playing in jackson i uh, did that come out yet yeah it's yeah, out. same day as dune so all three came out the same day damn what a day yeah uh well that'll be next week so travis will be back we'll have another We'll try to be, uh, oh, sh- no, just kidding. We'll be even more out of it next week. Yeah. What am I saying? I said we'll try to bring some more energy, but not going to happen. It'll be the morning, at least. Yeah. No promises. <laughs> Maybe we can uh, just, you know, be fucked up, keep the party going. We've recorded pretty. And then we'll do a, we'll do a buzz cast. Yeah, after three double vodka ripples, I'll yeah. be fucking ready. There we go. That's what we need. Be uh, next week, our future beer is going to be vodka ripple. <laughs> double vodka and we're doing Our next premium is going to be Gary Sinise. His filmography. <laughs> Films of Greg Sinise. <laughs> oh, love inside jokes. Love to be part of one someday. I don't know you guys. <laughs> We, Jacob, just laughing you just had to be there. Apparently, this says French Dispatch not even uh, coming Jack out until Thursday. Yeah, I thought it came out this weekend. I think it already came out, I thought. but It's out. It said it not showing until 28th, though. Yeah, I think it was. I think they did like a limited one, mm. but 
It's not like I know. It's not limited, I but it's not wide. Timothy Chalamet on Instagram. He said both my movies are released today. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, first showing has it. In, it just says theaters. It doesn't say limited, but it's not like wide yet. If that makes sense. Yeah, not until apparently Thursday. Yeah, twenty eighth. Okay, last night so next week for sure. Hopefully, last duel also. Halloween night or Halloween morning. It's gonna be lit. Oh, sweet. Is that Literally. The, is that the name of the third one? It's going to be lit. Morning. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween morning? Halloween morning. Halloween. Good. Halloween set in the day. Halloween kills. Yeah. Halloween morning. <laughs> that would fuck. All right. Uh, if you want to send us a question or comment, you can email us at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at sudsandcinemapodcast. I am on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I am on both those as JSAL517. That's JSAL517. And I'm on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. Anything to plug, Travis? Mm, if you try hard enough, you can find me on those platforms as well. <laughs> <laughs> Not right. the old one. <laughs> uh, Cinephiles Digest, listen to them. Uh, thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys.